Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I hope you enjoyed the first chapter of my book going in the intro and how this show is set up where two and a half years ago I had recorded this and put it on a Google Drive, did nothing with it. And it wasn't until about three weeks ago, a month ago, that I went through everything, listened to it. And uh, some of the things I said I didn't agree with. Some of the things I said I was on point. And I shared after um, the afterthought of how I view things now. So sometimes you'll hear me making fun of myself in the chapters. Uh, sometimes you'll hear me talk about how things have changed in our company or, or maybe that company no longer exists or whatever we're doing. But it gives you an insight of how I thought two and a half years ago and how I think now. Now we're going to jump into chapter two which is the corporate world. I'm going to talk about my experience working in corporate, how it literally almost killed me, uh, what it was like working nonstop, literally over 110 hours a week. I was sleeping three to four hours a night, how I had a mental breakdown, and how that transition led me to, well, what I'm doing today. So let's jump right into it so you can learn all about my corporate experience. Let's get started. Chapter two, the corporate world. Working too much and the mental breakdown that changed my life forever. The corporate world. No, I never really thought that I would ever work in the corporate world or work for another company. Um, But I had the opportunity to take and to help myself grow. And I always believed in doing things that scare you and help you grow. And everybody should do things that make them grow in a better person and to better develop themselves. And it was the fall of 2012, um, freshly out of college. I just moved into a house that I had built. And uh, I had an opportunity. Um, so the ice business that I owned or worked with in my father, Adam's Ice Service, um, we were a licensed distributor of Arctic Glacier Ice. And so we were distributing them kind of like a franchise. And Arctic Glacier is a huge company based out of Canada. They're the one of the largest distribution and manufacturers of ice in the world. And I had an opportunity to work um, as a manager, distribution manager, in, because that was what my uh, college degree, I guess, was business management, but I had the opportunity to work as a distribution manager in Dubuque, Iowa, um, as a distribution manager of uh, the three locations, Dubuque, um, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and then also um, Davenport, Iowa, which is pretty big for me. At the time, three distribution centers I'd be managing. At the time, it had been like 20 employees total um, that I'd be overseeing, and all with ice. And I always wanted to understand the ice business uh, better and a larger scale. And it actually, it scared me at first because I'm like, oh, this would, my dad even said, like, this is something would be good for you to develop yourself. And for me, like, going into that, I'm like, this is a great way um, for me to gain knowledge, to gain experience, um, 
to learn more about the ice business, to help with our family business. And then also, I was thinking about Arctic Stick. I knew that um, Arctic Stick was actually one of the, the companies I attended to sell through is our own distribution center with Adams Ice, and then also through Arctic Glacier Ice, which has a huge distribution. So it was my way in to associate with the best, with the CEO and the top of the company. Because I always believe, like, go to the top first to work with them. If you get in with them, you can have more leverage to do things for you. So I got into corporate. Um, I got into corporate, and I got the job. And I, it was a change for me. And this is part of my life where I worked very hard, and I, I tried to to become the best at it and try to do a lot of things at once. I learned, the big big mistake I learned is you can only do so much as a human being. You need to learn to, to not micromanage, but to be able to get people to help you uh, get things done and not do it all yourself. So I worked in that business. I worked with drivers, um, hired people. I went on routes with them. And I got to see what they their mindset, like how they thought, uh, what their motivation was, the mistakes they made, and uh, what it's like to hire people and sadly to fire people, which wasn't something I ever enjoyed doing, which is hard for me. Um, but you had to make decisions as a leader. And I worked my ass off in that and was living in Dubuque, Iowa with a friend and uh, also driving back and forth to my house. And over that next, uh, say, all the way through the spring, I was working nonstop, working in the ice business uh, for Arctic Glacier. I was working back the family business on weekends and developing Arctic Stick. And then also I was, um, I was also uh, selling real estate uh, on the weekends. So I did that. And I got to the spring, and I had the opportunity to also manage the rest of Iowa, five more distribution centers, and work with a guy by the name of Chuck Smith, um, who is a manager and been in the business a long time. And I get to learn from him, I guess, as a mentor in the ice business. So I jumped on it. I wanted to learn a lot. Um, So by the time I got in, like six months later, I was already working with a guy to to help manage eight distribution centers, 40-some employees, and uh, covering the state of Iowa, which was uh, $7 to $10 million in territory for ice. And I got to oversee that. And it was a lot of authority at the age of 22 years old, 22 or 23. And for that, that was great learning for me. But I was working nonstop. I saw the corporate structure. I saw what it was like to to work for somebody and to, to treat it. I felt like it was almost a number. And this is for some corporate structures they do this. And we had to let people go. I saw people that had worked in the industry for 20, 30 years, 40, and they were let go and with not much of a farewell. Um, and I saw that. And it was tough for me to see because I thought, wow, that's for people that have been in the industry that I look up to that were let go. And going in at this time, working this business, I traveled to all over Iowa. I was staying in hotels everywhere. I was staying in hotels in Storm Lake, Iowa, staying in hotels in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, in Dubuque, Davenport, all over Iowa. And I was taking ice to special events. I was in trucks delivering ice. I was working with customers. I got to see a lot in a short period of time that I learned a lot. I soaked it all up. But I was draining my mind. Like I literally was like, hey, if I could work my ass off for the next couple of years, I could get myself um, to the finish line quicker and soak all this up. 
but I was putting my body through hell. And it was the summer of 2013 where where I was pushing myself to the max. And at this time, um, I like I believe or I thought I at least had it was ADD. Uh, hard to to pay attention to things, and and I got distracted very easily. And I ended up getting prescribed for Adderall, which Adderall helped me focus more, but it also took away some of my sleep time, and I didn't eat as, as good as I should have. And so what I would do is I would wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning, and I would work nonstop on different routes, travel over Iowa, um, and then also, I mean, I was selling real estate. I was doing uh, so many things in, in all this time, and then I'd go to bed about midnight. I'd sleep four hours a night. And I'd work nonstop every single day. In the summer there, I was working there all the time. And I had no breaks. I had no vacation. Uh, friends called me, and I, I had to work. Um, and I lost my any social, like, mental. Like, I was going insane. It, it was a crazy time in my life. And there's great points to take away here because you can't work yourself um, to the top. Uh, you've got to work smart. And I, I started to learn this. But where things really changed for me, a uh, moment in my life where it changed, um, a thing that happened to me was, was one day, it was July 23rd of 2013. It was a, it was a hot day, and I, was, I had stayed in Ames, Iowa the night before, and I had went out a little bit, but that morning I drove to to the our warehouse in West Des Moines, and I had loaded a truck, and I had to go take a truck, uh, it was a whole piece of shit truck, uh, stick shift truck, to a special event and load it with ice. And I did that, I loaded it full ice. Uh, it was very hard because the regular pallet jack did not work. The battery was dead, so I had to use a hand jack. And when you're trying to load a truck with a hand jack with an elevated uphill lift, it's hard because it's 2,000 pounds of ice on a pallet. And I did that. I struggled and manhandled it and got the ice on the truck and uh, got the truck going and started driving down the road towards Polk City for Polk City Days. I uh, remember this very vividly, everything. And I had my earpiece in because with, when you have a truck, you need to have a earpiece legally for when you're driving on the route. And I remember getting so many calls. I was getting so many different calls throughout the day, uh, or that day, right away, in about 10 minutes' time. One call was a guy that was across Iowa that had a problem with uh, a truck. Something was not right. Another one called and said there was a, uh, uh, some customer wasn't happy. And then I had a customer who was mad because the driver did something wrong. And then I got a call from my dad, and one of our trucks had broke down. And it was going to be a lot of money. It cost a lot of money, and it's going to be hard on our business. And I had so many calls in a short period of time, and I felt like I looked back at everything that I asked for to learn, 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 and take on more, 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 and do it all myself, and be the guy that could do everything, and never sleep. I thought I was a machine, Superman. Um, I realized like I couldn't do it all. I realized I was up against wall, and everything I asked for, I couldn't do everything I said I was going to do. And I felt like I was going to have a breakdown. And I thought like I was against a wall and I was never going to get out of that day. And I kept driving down the road and it was hot. Like the truck did not have air conditioning and heat was blowing. I just noticed that it was blowing heat at me and I was sweating. I was stressed. I didn't know what I was going to do. And then my vision started getting blurry and I felt like I was going to pass out. And I, I, my body's saying to myself, what, what's wrong? What is wrong? And I pulled over. And as soon as I put it in park, 
my body took over. I had a complete breakdown and shutdown. I felt like I was having a seizure, a heart attack, and I started, my, my heart started pounding fast, my stomach started aching, I cramped up, I locked up, I couldn't move, uh, I was hyperventilating, I was crying, I was, uh, it's a combination, I would say, between a, a mental breakdown, a, like a seizure, and a panic attack, and a um, just complete, just shutdown. Um, so I was in that for about 10 minutes and I was trying to get help and I was kicking the blinker and trying to, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't use my hands. Uh, again, my body and mind took over. My mind was telling myself that it hurt and it hurt more and more. And I felt like I was going to die and I had a call from my secretary, which my earpiece is in. So I slammed my head against the seat to have it work. And she started talking to me and I was screaming and she said, Brandon, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Where are you? And it took me a while to get anything out. I first said, don't worry, uh, don't call, I'll get it. And then finally I said, call 911, help me. I, I'm hurt, I'm, I'm, I need help. And at that moment, things started slowing down. And I was thinking to myself about everything and thought about my dad. And some people say when you feel like you're to die or you're in the end, you, you care about, you talk, think about the people you love. I was thinking about my dad. And I said to my secretary, I said, Sandy, if anything happens to me, tell my dad I love him. Tell him I love him. I'm sorry. And I almost passed out. I hit the max pain. And the ambulance came, and they came to the truck and opened the doors and carried me to the ambulance and did tests on me. And I came out of my funk. I was in shock. And they said, we need to take you to the hospital. And I said, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. I'm fine. I got to I gotta get back to work. And that was hard for me. Uh, I, I just want to go back to work. And my one of the people that had worked for me, employees, he came up the ambulance and he was there. And I said, this guy will take me to the hospital. I promise he will. Let me go. I'm good. I'll be fine. He walked me to the truck. The ambulance went away. I said, I ain't going to the fucking hospital. I'm going back to work. Take me back to the warehouse. I drank some water. I got back in trucks. Uh, my my manager at the time came back and went around to me. And I probably shouldn't have worked, but like I had the mindset I needed to get work done. I worked until midnight that night. I went into the warehouse and I sat there. And I started rethinking, started thinking about my life. What was I doing? Where was I going to do? Was I going to work myself to the grave? My dad laughed and he would say, joking, he's like, you're going to be the, the richest man in the grave. Um, you're, you're trying to work for all these things and what's it worth? I found out like, what is the true value in life? What is my purpose? And as I sat there in that warehouse, I, I thought strong and I, I wanted to call people. My friends didn't answer because every time they called me and want to do something, um, I was busy working and then they don't answer anymore. I felt alone. I had no girlfriend at the time. I had nobody to talk to. I felt like I was lost. And I thought to myself, what am I doing? 
And that moment, on that day, the night of July 23rd, I had a big day. That day changed my life forever. And fast forward a few months, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And I I kept, kept doing things. Um, I kept working my ass off. And then another thing happened to me that changed my life and made me really rethink things. And it was on September 27th, 2013, about only two months after, two months after my incident on the Southern Road, I got a call. I was in a hotel in Clive, Iowa. I was at the country in the suites. I woke up to a call by my father I said, Brandon, your friend, Lee, was killed in a car accident this morning. I said, what? Lee was killed this morning. I instantly freaked out and said, that's a sick joke. Why are you saying this? Why do you say that? I hung up. I called. Lee, no answer. Called again. Got voicemail. Called again. Got voicemail. I called again. I got voicemail. I called my mother at the bank. She worked at the bank and I called her and I said, Mom, what's going on, what's going on? And she said, Brandon, I'm sorry. Your friend was killed in a car accident last night, he passed away. And that completely tore me. I thought about, last thing I said to him, I thought about my life and how I've been working so much and then I realized like why I played the blame game why wasn't that me because I so many nights driving working nonstop, I'd wake up in the ditch and I would be it'd be dangerous and I should have been killed many times and I started playing the blame game and all these different things going through my mind and end up going back home and I was really soul searching Again, I thought, what is this life for? What am I doing? I have an instance on the road. I have a friend get killed. Went to the wake, and it was hard to see a 21-year-old kid sitting in a casket and look like he was sleeping. And to say to his mother, I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry. And went and signed my name and bolted back to my house and drank, and drank more, and drank more. And this time, I was working nonstop. I was in the downs, I was drinking. I was still prescribed Adderall, so it really messed with my brain and my mind, and not sleeping. I was in the weirdest part of my life. And I had said to myself that day, I said, I am not going to live like this anymore. I am not going to work for somebody else's dream. I am not gonna work nonstop for something I don't wanna do. I am not gonna live and not have any kind of relationships and not do the things that I love. I'm gonna do what I love in life. And that's where I always get at the end of my podcast show, create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. And the create something great part was when I was developing Arctic Stick, I wanted to create a great idea. I want to create something awesome. Um, become unforgettable. I always wanted to become unforgettable. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to walk in a room and everybody noticed me. I wanted to stand out in the crowd. And 
lives to start not to came from me on the side of the road thought I was going to die or my friend getting killed realizing life is too short if you were going to die tomorrow and look back in your life are you happy with it and at that time I wasn't I wasn't doing things I loved I want to make that change and that's what I did fast forward to to February of 2014 I drove to Omaha. I drove to the one of the main offices for Arctic Glacier. And it was right after I took a higher paying job in the company as a manager. I said, I'm going to leave the company and pursue my dream as an entrepreneur. I'm going to take Arctic Seek to the market. And I have a lot of opportunities. I'm going to do it. There's nothing that's going to stop me. And that day, I never looked back. They shut off my phone. They shut off my my computer, they locked me out. I was done with corporate. And I was never looking back. And that's where things changed for me. And the takeaway for that corporate experience is, for one, don't do all the work yourself. You can't do it all. Do not micromanage. And two, if you're not doing what you love, you're doing the wrong things. Also take time for family and friends. And over that experience that that year and four months working for the company I went from managing three locations to eight locations and up to 40 people in a short period of time and I did get to the CEO I remember having dinner with the CEO of the company and showing him my invention Arctic Stick and I remember talking with the top of the company and everybody knowing me because I made a name for myself but I did it for the wrong ways reasons so-called I was successful in that company, but it was not what made me happy. So don't do things that aren't making you happy and enjoy every single day. And that deteriorated my health, my relationships, and my work. Um, and that was corporate for me and my experiences. For what I've learned for my future, what to do, what not to do, and the takeaways I use in my life. Corporate world taught me so much. That day on the side of the road when I felt like I was going to die, that taught me a lot. It, it was one of my rock bottom moments I will never forget. And those are the moments that really are, they stick out to me. And those moments are the moments where I made a change. And think about your life, what things happened to you. Those low rock bottom moments where you made a decision. You said, I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to make a change in my life. And I thought early on that, you know, I could do anything. I could literally be a machine. I could sleep four hours a night. I was prescribed for Adderall and I, it was able, it allowed me to focus more, but also I didn't sleep very much. And there were side effects where it did mess with me mentally. And there are certain side effects for that. And, and for me, a lot of people don't talk about that stuff. I wasn't sleeping much. I was sleeping three, four hours a night. I was working so much. And then to relieve the stress, I would drink at night, drink vodka. And I was, I was a fucking mess and traveling and, and going from city to city, staying in hotels and, and trying to take on so much. I was, I think, 22 at the time and I was eager to become successful and I was thinking the wrong way. I was thinking the more I worked, the harder I worked, I was going to be able to make more money and get to the top quicker, but I wasn't working smart. I wasn't working smart. I was thinking I could do it all. 
You need to surround yourself with people that can support you and help you towards your goals and your dreams and be in a positive atmosphere. Don't go down the path of doing drugs and alcohol and all those things to to help you push forward during your situation. For me, again, it was me going and, and, and taking Adderall every day, which it kept me focused, but also it, I stayed up longer. And then at night, to deal with my stress, it was alcohol. That's a temporary fix. Long term, it results in bad things, and which ended up resulting in me having a complete mental breakdown. Learn from my experience there. And, and also, it, dude, it, it's not all about the money. It's, it's about doing something that you love. Uh, that was another thing corporate I realized. I wasn't absolutely in love what I was doing. I was just trying to accomplish these accolades. How many times do people that work at a job, they want to work their way up the ladder they want to do it for being known or they want to do it for just accomplishing the next thing or, or making money. I challenge you to ask yourself, why do you do what you do? What's the reason for it? And also, are you turning your back on your family and your loved ones? Are you not giving them the, the amount of time that they deserve? Are you sacrificing your relationships because you're focusing more on your business? I know there's no balance and there's really no balance, but it's, it's learning to level things out in a way where you can have success in multiple areas of your life, not just the business side and, and, and not just one or the other. You got to figure out a way to, to be able to do all those things and figure out what works for you. I had a life changing experience and it led me to think so differently to to be able to literally that experience allowed me to realize that I'm go- I live this one life I'm going to do whatever I want I'm going to go after my dreams I'm going to do things that scare me I'm never going to let somebody tell me I can't do something because we have this one life to live why not do what we want while living here because once the time's done it's done there's no going back remember that life is too short to not go after your dreams So work smart, enjoy it, enjoy the ride, and don't work yourself into the fucking grave.